Yeah, and Lily puts people to sleep with her boringness. <laughs> no, with her beautiful lullaby music, okay? You watch her stream once and you fall asleep. This guy. <laughs> she's gonna, she's gonna <laughs> get so angry at me. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the 10th ever offline TV podcast. Today, I am joined by... City on. What am I supposed to look at? Just look at one of the cameras. Okay, so City on. on. On this podcast, we never break eye contact with any camera so okay. that the viewer feels like we're talking to them. Of course. Okay, and what do you do, Sid? Um, I do you prefer Sid? I prefer Sid. You broke eye contact, so then I did. Is that it? Well, I'm the host and you're the guest, so you oh, need to follow the rules. I follow the rules. Yes. Got it. Um, I prefer Sid. It's kind of rude that you're not looking at me when I'm talking <laughs> to you. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do a little bit of this. I prefer Sid, but mm -hmm. um, Sydney is also fine and so is Sidion. Does anyone call you Sidion? No. I don't even, my viewers don't even call me Sidion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Sydney is a model, cosplayer, streamer, nurse? Well, I have nursing? a nursing degree and wow. I went to nursing school, but I kind of left all that behind me when I ended up here. So yeah. Were you, so you were never really a nurse nurse? No, not technically. I mean, when we're, you're in nursing school, you have to do clinicals and stuff like that. So I've done nursing work, but it, a lot of it wasn't paid. And I did nursing assistant work. Wow. Yeah. You've done a lot. You've been around every field, it looks like. Yeah. I uh, talk about this often. It feels like I've lived kind of many lifetimes in my life. And each of them, I'm a very different person. Mm -hmm. This feels like a very different segment of my life here. Mm -hmm. But I like it. Well, since joining OTV very recently, congratulations, by Thanks. the way. Great job joining OTV. Mm. Wonderful choice, Thank if you. I do say so uh, myself. Yes, Does it feel like uh, a new chapter of yes. your life? Yes, 100%. Obviously, like streaming felt like a new chapter. And then in joining OTV, I'm having the opportunity to make all sorts of new content, like mm -hmm. being here with you doing this. Um, is a piece of content that I don't think I've ever really done before in terms of like a formal podcast. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I've always been really interested in. So Got it. do you think yeah. you have anything interesting to say? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Because you I said you're in <laughs> interested in okay. the podcast, right? Yeah. Or like yeah. I've always wanted to do podcasting. Yeah. But not, well, here you are. I don't want to talk about myself. I oh. want to talk about other people. But you came to a podcast to not talk about yourself. No, I came with the expectation of having to talk about myself. But if I were to have a podcast, I would not talk about myself. What would you talk about? I don't know. All sorts of different things. Whatever's interesting at the time. The <laughs> guests that I have on. Mm -hmm. Okay, pretend like I'm your guest and this is the City On podcast. Okay. All right, let's do the intro. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I feel like no matter what I say, you're going to make fun of me. I'm not going to make fun of you. Okay, I'm okay. going to give you genuine feedback got it well i you know i didn't like think tank this i'm being put on the spot here but fine i would just be like hi i would want it to be cozy because i feel like that's important mm -hmm. like hi welcome to my podcast i wouldn't call it the city on podcast what would you call it i don't know you thought about you... being on a pod having your own podcast mm -hmm. but you don't know what to call it no don't you think that those things kind of take time names and things kind of take time what have you been doing all this time sitting on the couch Okay, so what would your podcast be called? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I would call it. It wouldn't have your name. It wouldn't be the Sydney. No, it wouldn't be the Sydney because I don't want it to be focused on me. Mm -hmm. Maybe it would be like a clever little quip or something. What if you named it Sidden on the Couch? <laughs> that's, why, that's why we pay him the big <laughs> yeah, bucks. He came I, up I with that smell. on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Truly a creative brain. Um, 
I'll add that one to the list. All right. Hi, this is Sydney, and welcome to Sitting on the Couch, where I'm here with Disguised Toast. I saw that wince. Um, and today we're going to be talking about, um, I don't know, what's going on in the world right now. Like just in general? Like yeah, politically? Just in general. No, just in general. What's going on? Well, hang on. Okay. Well, before we got started, you were talking about the environment. Mm, yeah. I'm going to kill those dogs. <laughs> You can leave that in. I'm going to kill the two dogs upstairs. <laughs> Not Binky. After this podcast. We're talking about the environment and how you really care about it. Yeah, I try to be environmentally conscious as much as I can. Um, I think that it can be a little hard, especially in like today's day and age with everything that we do, especially. But I try my best. I like turn off the water when I'm washing my face and I drive an electric car. And what do you mean by everything that we do? Like, I think it's it can be difficult when you have such a large digital footprint and we work online and um, there's things that we do as a part of our job, say like merch, mm-hmm. those kind of things. It's can be very, very wasteful of materials. Um, and so I haven't come out with merch yet because I want to find a way to make sure that it's ethically sourced and I'm not wasting all of these materials, right? Like you get samples mm-hmm. and then you don't sell those samples because they're not your finished product and right. it will like devalue your brand. So all of this clothing that has been produced now just gets thrown away and like not used. So I'm trying to find ways to like get around those things so I feel more comfortable with it. Um, but yeah, it's just like little things like turning off my sink when I'm washing my face, driving an electric car. Using grass pads instead of potty pads. Now, most people would say, and by most people, I mean me. It's like, you're going to be dead in 60 years. Mm -hmm. Does it really matter if you made the environment like one tiny, 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 unnoticeably small amount better because you recycled? Um, In my opinion, yes. Okay. Because if everybody had your mindset, then our world's going to die and, you know, really quickly. If everybody has my mindset, we could probably prolong the the health of our planet Mm -hmm. um, and like the people who are going to come after us. So I think it's important. I'm not saying I'm going to have kids, but if I do, I would like to leave the world a better place for them and their children and those kind of things. But also it makes me feel good to be conscious of the environment. So whether or not it's affecting people around me, I just like to do it to do it. That's a very good answer. Thanks. But I understand your point. And there's a lot of people who think the same way. And mm. yeah, why have three different trash bins for three different materials when you can have one big trash bin and everything goes in it? All in the same. And then um, it ends up in a landfill and right. then it like pollutes our oceans and then the fish die and so do the coral. I totally understand. I get it. Well, you just burn the garbage, right? And then it goes up into the clouds and then Mother Nature does her thing and mm-hmm. it comes back as rain. Yeah. yeah, super, super healthy rain, good for our plants, everything like that. Totally agree. It's it's a lot of work to recycle. I try my best, but I'm not going to lie. You know, most people would lie and say they recycle yeah. if they're like a content creator or mm-hmm. influencer. I'm not going to do that. I'm very transparent. I don't recycle. I know I should, but it's a lot of work. Is it? What makes it so hard? Well, I don't have room in my room for three trash bins right it's a small room it's Uh the smallest one in the house Uh so i can't recycle 
So what about all of the other space that's outside of your room in which you could put multiple trash cans? Oh, that's, cans? that's the living room. That's like, that's not my area. Like, I don't want to impose my beliefs on others. If I recall correctly, you do have separate bins in the living room. One that clearly is labeled recycle and the other, and it had, it even breaks it down for you. It says bottles, cans, and other things. And then there's like another one that's for the trash. Yeah, but that's more of a suggestion kind of deal. It's like if you want to throw plastic in there, you could, mm. but if you want to throw garbage in there, that's okay that's as okay well. That's okay too. That's okay too. Okay. Yeah. I won't even get started on compost. We don't even have to talk about it. Compost? That, that's where you like collect the, the natural ingredients, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the biodegradable stuff. But they get so like really stinky really fast. Yeah, so you would want to take it out pretty often. Every day. Mm, sometimes. Like the way that my parents do it is they have a, a compost like bin and then they just take it outside and it's like for their gardening and stuff like that. Do you like to garden? Have you ever gardened? I grow cucumber plants. Currently? No, but oh. every time I grow plants, it would be cucumbers. They're, Any particular reasons? Just they're very easy to grow. Got it. And they get very viney. And also when I was a kid, I grew it on my balcony in my mm. apartment and my mom destroyed it because it started attracting bees with the flowers. Oh uh, yeah. And now I have a thing for growing cucumbers because it. it's more of a, more of a statement than actually wanting to eat the cucumbers. You're like spiting your mother 20 years later. Exactly. Got so. it. Hello there. It's me, Sponsored Toast. And I'm back with our friends at Kasori with a new recipe. Garlic Parmesan Chicken Wing. First, we'll preheat the air fryer to 380 degrees. And while we wait, let's make our sauce. Take a bowl and put in some cornstarch, cheese, garlic powder, salt, and pepper. Add the chicken wings to the bowl and give it a good mix. Start the chicken and shake reminder functions. What is the shake reminder function, you ask? The shake reminder reminds you, duh, halfway through to pull out the basket and give it a good shake. This helps you cook your food more evenly and be crispier. If you want to cook anything including wings, chicken tendies, or even pizza, check out the Kasori's air fryer. Now back to the podcast. Now that I'm okay. a doubt, I can grow my cucumbers that you took from me. I support that. What about you? Do you grow things? Not currently, but I used to garden a lot with my mom growing up. And it's something that I want to be able to do again once I'm like out of an apartment. I guess I could grow things in an apartment, but. So you want to grow a garden and you want to have a podcast. Yeah. What other that sounds like you... a nice life. Yeah. A podcast, a gardening podcast. That could be really fun. What else do you want to do? Just in general. Yeah, just in general. Uh, travel. I love to travel. Um, obviously that's, that's kind of do. going against the whole gardening plan though. Cause garden, you kind of have to stay in one spot for a while, but you could get things that like the self watering bulbs, or I could be really bougie and get one of like the self watering contraptions. They have like whole self watering gardens if you want it, but that's like extra lazy and takes the fun out of gardening. <laughs> yeah. That's like paying a nanny to raise your child. And then you come back 10 years later and say, Hey kids. And then she'll call you the nanny and call the nanny, the mom. Mm -hmm. And then there's like the whole fight between the mom and the husband and you don't love my children. It's a whole mess. I yeah, think we is. should not go there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would like to travel. I did a bit of it. Um, when I was in school prior to streaming and I don't know, it's just like something that I loved and I'd love to make my own shoe. I really like sneakers. So I think it would be really fun to make my own shoe, my own schnoo. Um, like design your own shoe or physically make <laughs> design, a shoe design. like Geppetto? <laughs> no, I'd, 
like to design my own shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a comic book, like a short comic book series would be really fun. Love to do that. Like with my friends. Like imagine if we had like an OTV comic. I guess you guys kind of have stuff like that already. But mm-hmm. like a Marvel style comic. And I just get to make my... Marvel? Friends. That's the perfect segue into our Shang-Chi segment <laughs> of the week. <laughs> Woo! Play yeah. the Shang-Chi jingle. It's Shang-Chi time, everybody. Do you know anything about the Shang-Chi segment? No. <laughs> I saw it on the thing and I was like, what is this? And it even has the little trademark on it. So I'm really confused this and really curious. This is the most curious. important part of the podcast okay. every yeah. week. Okay? okay. We do not skip this part. Okay. okay. No, we're here right now. We're at the Shang-Chi segment. Mm-hmm. So the Shang-Chi segment is, um, it's about my dream to be in Shang-Chi too. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Have you heard about that? Well, I thought as of recent, you decided you were not into it anymore. No, I want to, I, I want to be in the movie oh. and don't ever say that again. <laughs> okay. Cause someone's going to hear you Sorry. say that yeah. and they're going to think, gonna oh, I don't want idea. it. And he's not going to give me the opportunity. All right. Good. One second. So, I would like to correct myself. He really, really wants to be in the next Shang-Chi movie. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you're you. welcome. I got your back. Okay. So, yeah, it's about that. And every week I give an update on that journey. Okay. Um, no updates this week. <laughs> cool. Although uh, I, I heard that Simu Liu is uh, going to be presenting an award at the eSports Awards. Ah, okay. I'm not going to so, be there mm. or be involved in any single way. Mm. But he's getting involved with eSports yeah. and games. And I'm in eSports and games. So that's another step closer to meeting him, which doesn't do anything because we've talked about this um, before where I don't actually want to meet Simu Liu, who's the main actor. Yeah, you just want to be in his movie. Oh, it's not his movie. But the movie that he stars in, in which... Yes. So you want like scenes that he's not in. No, I mean, I'm okay if he's in the scene, Mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm just looking to be an extra and oh. I don't want to bother him, you know, because he will have nothing to do with that. Okay. Right. What if he's like a really nice guy and totally has everything that he wants to do with it? He's like, wow, that's so, you know, nice to meet you, Mr. Toast. Um, my biggest fear is that people keep telling him that, hey, there's this, this, this kid, this guy's toast. I'm 30, by the way. I'm not <laughs> I a kid. I say kid. <laughs> but he's going to treat me like a child because it's like. Hey, Simu, there's this little kid, you know, he, he's, he really wants to be in the next Shang-Chi movie. He's been trying really hard. You think you can uh, meet him and make his dreams come true? And he's going to meet me. He's going to treat me like, it won't be like, oh, hey, how's it going? It'll be like, hey, buddy, yeah. I heard you want to be in a movie. So I keep telling Welcome people. Welcome on set. <laughs> Do not make me meet him. And people keep trying to get me to meet his friends. It's like, hey, this guy knows Simu Liu. You should be friends with him. And I'm thinking like, I, that's the worst way to meet someone. Yeah. It's like, it would then feel like I'm trying to meet them to meet Simu Liu, who's not even going to be part of the casting decision in the first place. Of course. But it would be really cool to be in Shang-Chi too. You got really worked up over that. I understand why this is the most important part. I'm very passionate. Yeah. I've been like playing out the scenario in my head. Mm, do you daydream about stuff like that? Yeah, over yeah, and over too. again, trying to think how I get there. And my goal is to buy is to manifest it by talking about it so much that there's got to be one Hollywood person who is in charge of extras would put my name in. Okay. Well, I will start putting it out into the universe too so that you can end up in Shang-Chi too. Thank you. Do you have similar um, goals? Because you love Marvel. I do love Marvel. Um, 
I don't know. I think it would be kind of cool to I'm not an actress and I've like taken one acting class. It did not go great, but it was when I was young and not secure in myself. So it's like really hard to do those kind of things when you're like insecure. Um, and I would love to try it now, but I think it would be really cool to be an extra in a Marvel mm -hmm. movie. Or Which like, one would you want to be in? Um, well, I really love the X-Men mm -hmm. and maybe the movies have not always been great, but I think it would be really fun because that's my favorite team. So. Yeah, a little extra in the X-Men movie. Or maybe have like a small, maybe a line or two. I get killed off pretty early, but I like blow what, out what, some cool. What would your role be? Would you be like a mutant? Yeah. Oh, of course. Why would I be an X-Men if I'm anything but a mutant? Oh, wow. That's high aspirations. What? You Compared don't think to an extra. But like I could be an extra mutant. There's like, you know, the people that get killed off really quickly in the fight scenes. Mm -hmm. I throw like one thunderbolt and then I get trampled by, you know, Colossus you, or something. You want to throw thunderbolts? No. That was just the first thing that came to my head. Why is that? I don't know. Like a generic. It's, it's easy to see on screen. It's going to make a flash. So you have to pay attention to me, you know, mm -hmm. like I'm an extra in the background getting squashed, but you're going to see that thunderbolt. You're going to see the thunderbolt. Yeah. So X-Men. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I do want to point out Sydney's been learning Mandarin. So this is a chance she gets Shang-Chi too. I swear. Yeah, to I might swipe God. this out from underneath you toast. I could. I really could. <laughs> this is the... Oh, God. No, that's more unique than me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm here for the diversity, okay? They're going to be like, wow, she's perfect. Yeah, and then she speaks Mandarin. Mm -hmm. It's going to be like a scene where everyone's like, whoa. Yeah. No, I speak Good Ma point. How's your Mandarin? Um, It's coming along pretty slowly because I've had to skip like the last three weeks of my classes. Mm -hmm. But um, it's just cool to learn. Like, I feel like I keep getting in Ubers with people who speak Mandarin and I can hear the directions on their like phone. And I can pick up certain words, numbers, stuff like that. And it's kind of nice. Or like when I go out to eat with my family and they're like speaking to the waiters and waitresses, I can like oh, understand. Your family speaks Mandarin. Yeah. And Cantonese. They speak mostly Cantonese, but uh, know some Mandarin as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. So for those who don't know in the audience, why, why do you, why does your family speak Mandarin? Mm, okay. So, um, my mom is white and my dad is black, but my dad, um, married a Chinese woman. She's from Hong Kong. She speaks Cantonese, but her family also speaks a little bit of Mandarin. So it's like through my stepmom's family. Wow. Yeah. Okay. 你的中文好不好? <laughs> Never mind. How <laughs> Something how? about good, okay, good, how, uh -huh. or not good. How? But what was the first part? Zongwen. Zongwen. That means Chinese. Oh, oh, zong. Zongwen. Oh. You pronounce it so differently than my teacher. She says Zongren. Is your teacher Asian? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Chinese yeah. doesn't from a white yeah. guy, right? <laughs> no, she's a really nice Asian woman named Lee. She's really sweet. Her name is Lee? Yeah. Oh, Lee. you know she's from China. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she teaches you every week? Uh, yeah, we have weekly meetings, but like I said, I haven't seen her in like three weeks. Okay, very cool. Yeah. Very, very diverse. You, you kind of do, I think out of everyone, our friend group, you probably do the most outside gaming stuff. Yeah, because I mean, I'm sort of newer to this scene and mm -hmm. I've had so many of these interests prior to getting here. And like gaming has always been one of them, but... Uh, I definitely want to always be a multifaceted creator. Like I don't want to just be a streamer. So it's important to me. Um, how long do you think you'll do streaming for? It's so hard to say because 
every couple of months, my life changes drastically in terms of the streaming space. Like I didn't know I would be here joining offline TV and then give me six more months and I'm going to be doing something that I didn't know I was going to be doing. And so I have no plans, which is really hard for me because I grew up with like a five year, like a three year, five year, 10 year plan. Mm -hmm. Like I'm really organized in that sense and always worried about the future. And then I transitioned into streaming and I'm like, well, I don't know, day by day, see what happens tomorrow. No clue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, uh, when did I first meet you? When was that? I don't know, but I remember the first time that I saw you and was way too scared to introduce myself. It was TwitchCon, It was right? TwitchCon, yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go because I was just getting into things. Like I was like still a really, really small streamer um, and it was my first TwitchCon and I am like the type of person who would be like, hi, nice to meet you. I'm blank, blah, 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 blah. Um, mm-hmm. And that was always normal to me. Right. And then I got into this space where people are concerned. There's like a really big hierarchy, you know? There is. Yeah. There is a hierarchy. There's a caste system. Yes. Mm-hmm. So um, me being a little baby was scared to come over and say hi to Disguised Toast. Now look at us. Don't it was probably a good, good thing idea, that you didn't idea. approach okay, me that cool. day because I would have been very offended. Really? Yes. Oh, well, I'm glad I didn't. I didn't. I didn't say hi to Janet either, though. And she's like, she's so sweet. You guys are both so nice. I should have just said hi. But I was like, oh, that was that was the right choice. Did anyone right choice. keep you from saying because you wanted to say hi? I right? wanted to say hi. Yeah. Did anyone like stop you from doing that? Um. Yeah, I think it was just like coming into the space. I mm-hmm. had kind of been told you know, things don't really work like the outside world all the time. <laughs> Wait, what did, what were you told? Um, that I should just let it maybe happen more naturally rather than me just like going up and introducing myself, which is fucking natural. Okay. Like mm-hmm. if you, if you're in a place with people, you're just going to, hi, nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that because there is the whole, like, you don't want to come off like a fangirl or whatever. It was like, yeah, just be, be careful. Be like, be very intentional about when is a good time and when is it not a good time. You were just standing there. It was the perfect time and I just didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was my first recollection of meeting you. But I don't know when we like actually spoke for the first time. I have no idea. Yeah. I think one of our earliest interactions was um, Among Us. Yeah, probably. Which a lot of people's first time interacting. Yes. Yeah, and those those games were fun. Those were super fun. Yeah, my favorite thing is to bully you I re- nonstop. Yeah, no, you don't have to tell me. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. <laughs> How was your experience during that whole era to be like, br- like playing with a lot of new people and kind of like in this weird dynamic? Did it ever feel was it fun? Was it like stressful, high pressure? Um, for the most part. It was fun until I started talking to other people about their Among Us experience. And I realized that other people held a lot of pressure about it. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm just playing games with these (laughs) people. I don't know what's going on. Sure, I'm in the lobby. Um, And then I was hearing from like my peers, oh, I'm so stressed out about this. Or I didn't get invited to that. Or this happened in today's lobby. And I'm like, well, I didn't realize it was like this. Like I I was just playing some Among Us. Right. And then there was like the whole cheating era where people are like screen hopping and doing all (laughs) sorts of weird things. And... Yeah. So for me, it was generally really good until I started hearing the stuff that was going on around me. And it 
did make me feel a lot more pressure because I didn't realize I was still in that phase where I was just playing games with people, not right. like making content mm-hmm. or actively like thinking about the way that it's coming across to my viewers and other people's viewers. So I was like, I'm just playing video games. Yeah. Uh, Cause you're one of the few people that have previous life experiences before becoming a streamer mm. and content creator. And I think a lot of people in this space grew up like playing games, playing like with streamers, with gamers. And they, they kind of, what's the word? Are a little spoiled and entitled mm. at times. So I can understand like from an outsider's perspective, it's like, hey, we're just all, we're just all playing games, right? Yeah. But when, you, when you're in there, it was <laughs> like, oh man, this, that lobby, I, my day is ruined. Yeah. This, is, this is the end of my career kind of deal. But for someone who's on the outside, it's like, I, everything was chill. Yeah. Like, but now that I'm talking to everyone, it's like, it doesn't feel chill anymore. Like there's more riding on these games than there actually is. Yes. And yeah. I didn't realize that for a long time. So my Among Us experience was pretty great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was vibing. Any, uh, any hard lessons you had to learn being in this space? Oh, so many. <laughs> <laughs> so many. Um, I never like talking about the space negatively because I think that it has a lot of positives and I'm really thankful to be here. Um, but I guess... I'm someone who's very, I like put others before me a lot mm-hmm. and I don't get that back hardly ever. Um, and it's because you're a small content creator. You're, you're on the bottom of the cast system. Yeah, I'm down there. I'm down <laughs> there. <laughs> you know what? It's okay. That's fine. We all start somewhere toast. <laughs> we all start somewhere and I am okay with it now it was just like when i didn't realize that other people didn't function that way it was Mm. like a really hard lesson to learn yeah i would say that that's one of the things um and people are always looking out for like their own content which i understand and which i did more of because i am happy being like a supplementary piece to someone else's content but i really should work on just being like no, it's my stream. I'm going to do what I want and what's good for me because that's how everybody else operates. Yeah, that reminds me when you came over because we said we were going to do a cooking stream mm-hmm. and you were like, hey, yeah. can can you come to our place to do it? Because uh, we have cats. And I said, no, why? You know, you come to our place to do it because I was doing it with the expectation that we're going to be doing it on your channel. But you thought it was going to be on someone else's channel. I thought so it was going to be on your channel. You drove all the way from downtown to here to be on someone else's channel. And I thought, wow, wow that is really nice out for her. But it was going to be on your channel from the beginning. I didn't know that. It was but miscommunication. That's, that's, that's just the way <laughs> Sydney works. She like will prioritize others before her, which is why she's at the bottom of the cast. Because in this world, you have to look out for yourself. Nobody ever looks back. But it's something um, I talk about a lot as content creators because... It's just, there's so much you have to do and so much drama and like stress and pressure. It's hard to look out for anyone but yourself. Yeah. Um, So it is nice every now and then meeting someone who, you know, puts puts in an effort. And there's quite a lot of us. I think one of the reasons why our friend group has been able to like stay together for this long is because there are a lot of people who make an effort to try and 
be as inclusive as possible. Yeah. But it is very difficult to do all the time. And a lot of people get left out. Unfortunately, when you have a friend group this large Big, these yeah. days, it's like, well, there's only so much spots every stream. So. Yeah. It is yeah. tough. That's why I think Among Us was so great. It's because like you could have that many people. But even then, 10 spots was not enough spots. It's not enough spots. Yeah. But, yeah. but now that you're in part of OTV, how has your life changed? Um, it's been really busy. So, mm -hmm. I mean, like, I think November and December, we just have like a lot of stuff going on. Because yes. in between our announcement and all of the holiday stuff that we're doing, it just has changed and I'm making a lot more time for like this kind of content rather than like my own personal stream content. I'm trying to stream as much as I can, but there's just a lot. Um, but it's been a good, a lot. I've been having fun making the content that we're making and trying new things. Like I never was someone who was doing YouTube, like active YouTube content. Like mm -hmm. my YouTube channel is mostly just like clips and some videos that I've filmed like vlogs or whatever. Um, but it was never a focus of mine. So it's cool to be able to see what goes into like making a YouTube video because I didn't know. So I'm, I'm just like learning a lot and I get to be around people who inspire me. So I really like that too. One uh, thing, one question. What do you want, Yvonne? Bro, come, come, come here, Yvonne. Bro, come, here, come over here. I came down because I had to poop. Yvonne, <laughs> what? Yvonne, we're filming a podcast. Do you need something? You got a question you want to ask Sydney? A burning question? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is my favorite one that Go ahead and asked. speak into the mic, you okay. you're unprofessional. Oh, yeah. This is what everyone likes to ask in China. I hope you're ready for it, too. Who's your favorite offline TV member? Yvonne. <laughs> oh, my you God. She's Yvonne, awesome. Yvonne, you know, <laughs> Yvonne, you know oh, that's a lie. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a steal. We Yvonne, you're so it. sad that even though you know it's a lie, you're accepting <laughs> oh, it. Oh, <laughs> Jealous. You're not, jealous. She didn't I'm not say it with jealous. you. I'm not it's jealous. It's leaking. You're I'm jealous. Not jealous. <laughs> it's leaking I know the truth. I'm, it's embarrassing. Six in my own. No. What? What? What'd you say? I turned around. It's okay, Yvonne. <laughs> go, go take your poop. Did you miss me? It's sponsored toast. Are you thirsty after eating a lot of chicken wings? Well, today we'll be using Kasori's Gooseneck Kettle to make some jasmine milk tea. Fill the gooseneck kettle with two cups of water, then press the green tea setting. You can use either tea leaves or tea bags, but we're gonna use tea bags. Put a couple of tea bags into a cup, and once the kettle hits the right temperature, pour the water into the cup. After two minutes, take the tea bags out and set the tea aside to cool. Add some honey and mix until dissolved. Top it off with some half and half or any dairy product of your choice. And if you want a code, add some ice if you want to make your own milk tea or heat up some water for whatever reason you need hot water for check out kasori's gooseneck kettle if i'm go take your food <laughs> you didn't mean that right no i meant it wow yeah so one thing that people keep asking me and you is about our our uh, segment in yeah. the introduction video yeah. that you filmed with uh, mm -hmm. john jody and sid yeah our uh, cut segment. They're asking to release the toast Sid cut. Yeah, this. The, I think they call it the Sid cut, like <laughs> the Schneider like cut. Zach Schneider. Yeah, like the Schneider cut. <laughs> Why was it cut from the YouTube video? You're telling me you don't know. No, I'm just. I just want your oh, opinion. Oh, you want me to? Um, yeah. Yeah, we touched on some uh, jokes in which we might think are funny, but people, <laughs> the audience, might not. Because I think we share kind of similar humor in that respect. And um, you walk the line, obviously. Um, and 
Uh, sorry, like, but you know. Yeah. So, well, okay. you were there walking the line with me. With you, yeah. We were yeah. both on the tightrope. Um, and so it got cut because people would probably get mad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who do you think would be in more trouble, me or you? You. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> There's no question. You. <laughs> um yeah it was a uh, we did we did a few takes because you know you know where the line is yeah but you never know like okay let's let's just film some extra stuff <laughs> if we use it we use it we don't use it we don't use it but uh, it was nothing it was nothing offensive it was okay let me rephrase that <laughs> it wasn't anything that we wouldn't be comfortable You know how you make jokes? Mm -hmm. Like sometimes you portray like purposefully ignorant. Ignorant, yeah. Yes. As a joke. Yes. Like as a character. Yeah. Like um, Michael Scott from The Office where he kind of plays like the well-meaning but ignorant and like stupid boss. Yeah. It was like jokes like that where we were making fun of um, ignorant people. But the problem is with this, with these kind of jokes online, that there are people like that. Mm-hmm. And when they see it, they're like, oh, well, they can say stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it kind of justifies what we do. So that was mainly the reason yeah. why we didn't go through with it. It's not because what we said was so offensive. It's like, oh, we can't show it. It's because unfortunately there are people with very backwards views yeah. and we do not want them to think we are condoning that. Yeah. So yeah, that's why the sit cut was did not make it in Broden, what was your view on that once see the light of day i thought it was very funny it was hilarious um, <laughs> i got to laugh at it and watch it myself <laughs> i got to see it twice once live and once edited no one else will yeah i think that's a good way of putting it it's like not only are the the people who do genuinely think like that but there's also the people who might not understand the tone in Mm -hmm. which we were speaking and they don't get that it's a joke and they take it very literally and then they're personally offended um so it's like yeah there are certain groups of people and i guess i just never want to put out content that's going to make anyone feel offended you know or Mm -hmm. like uncomfortable uh but yeah, I mean, it was fucking funny. It was, really, <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. I, I, I think you laughed, I laughed, Broden laughed, and everyone else, <laughs> like, everyone else was like, I don't know about this guy. He's like, I don't want, I, do I want to be a part of this? Yeah. Lily was literally in the back like, don't you going to get canceled? Yeah. We're all going to get canceled. Lily, Lily was like, can we record more with you guys? So yeah. there's like, <laughs> there's nothing between you. I was going to say, I also like to point out that you said we filmed extra content. No, our, that was, <laughs> it was not extra. The entire, like there was nothing of us in the video, right? Because yeah, nothing at all. nothing safe. We yeah, made zero safe I, I, jokes. I thought we could have kept one line, but we stayed on the safe side and even cut that line yeah. too. Yeah, it was very glaring because I think every single other combination existed. Yeah. Except me and you. So, and it was like, oh, (laughs) Sydney and Toast, huh? I wonder what that was about. Oh, geez. But but one of the things you did say that made it in was, can I make black jokes? Mm -hmm. Why why do you, why why did you say that? Um, I personally, I mean, okay. Obviously, I'm the only black person in OTV, right? Like, this is that's 
it is what it is. Um, and <laughs> it is what it, <laughs> it is. is what it is. I'm the only black person on OTV. And it's something that gets pointed out. Like even today, our, I don't know, you were in, Broden was in my chat. Yeah. And someone was like, did you know Sid's the only black person in OTV? And me and Broden were like, what? No fucking way. Like, yeah, really? What? Yeah. And so it's just obviously, it is a topic of conversation. People talk about it. Um, and I thought it would be funny to like, kind of poke that bear and be like, oh yeah, well I am the only black person in OTV and I do make black jokes. Like on my stream, um, they're just like, it's the type of content I make and it's the things that I find funny. Uh, and so I thought it would be funny to add that to the video, especially on top of like what we were supposed to be doing and like <laughs> making you guys uncomfortable. I was like, well, nothing's more uncomfortable than racism. I'm like, let's do it. <laughs> Race topics. You can't go further than that. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, no race is, uh, I find race to, I, I've always, I, I won't talk about too much because I feel like I talk about race too much, but uh, in America, especially, it's just treated so like sensitively mm -hmm. compared to everyone else. And maybe that's, a, I think sometimes it's a good thing to be very aware because in Asia, like racism isn't like a subject like hmm. people don't discuss oh I, you know you shouldn't be racist because everyone's like 90 percent of the people say like in china or taiwan or korea or japan are you know from that place yeah yeah where america is such a melting, melting pot, pot of different culture like you should be very aware but um like older asian people are sometimes just like casually racist <laughs> in good ways and bad ways like harmless ways like oh my god a black person and they will take photos of you like um uh, if a black person i think ever goes to china people will put their like rub their hairs like whoa that's so weird that was my dad's experience oh so yeah my dad has been to hong kong with my stepmom mm -hmm. and he was like everybody stopped to take pictures lebron james like <laughs> everyone, like like who is this shack like he's got to be someone you know because my dad is like six four, six five, and he's like really built. So he like looks like an athlete and he's bald and really dark skin. And so he's he just sticks out like a store thumb there. And he was like, yeah, it was a crazy experience. Like people were always asking to take pictures, like wanting to touch him, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But here, like if an Asian kid goes to school and like some white kids say, hey, Jackie Chan. Yeah. It would be like, whoa, bro, that's yeah. kind of messed up. <laughs> yeah. But in China, like Chinese people could go, LeBron James, Chris Tucker, Shaq. Yeah. And it would just be like not a big deal. So the it's first, like the gray area. The first time I went to China, um, we were in some like park somewhere and there was a there's like a class of like fourth graders on a field trip and they took a school photo with me because I, they'd never seen just a super tall white person before. Mm. Wow. We weren't in like a main city. We we're just kind of like on the outskirts and they were like, oh, can we take a photo? Yeah. And I was like, whoa, okay, yeah, sure. It's interesting because like sometimes the these people don't have that perspective like a lot of the time. I, the same thing happened when uh, I took a class trip to Ecuador and uh, we went with these twins who like had really like bright blue eyes and they were super pale skinned and everybody was stopping to take pictures with them. And it was just like, and of course we all thought it was like really cute. Like they'd never experienced foreigners. And so it's a cool experience. I think it's all like contextual, like you were saying in the context of like, this is where you live and you haven't seen these people. It's harmless mm -hmm. versus here. Like it is a melting pot. You've seen these people. You, you kind of know what's right and what's wrong. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So as the first uh, black member of offline TV, have you had um, received any messages like, wow, you know, 
it's great to see a black person represented in like other media or like part of a bigger group. Yeah. Um, and I think that's like kind of what makes it all worth it. Mm-hmm. I always say like in terms of streaming, I grew up in a space where I felt like I didn't really belong in this sort of culture. Mm-hmm. Um, because of my race. And so I love being able to come on stream and be a part of OTV and say that it doesn't matter. And any race, sexual orientation, gender, like none of that stuff matters. If this is like the space that you belong in, this is where you belong and you can make it if this is what you like. Um, and so it feels really good to get those messages, um, to know that people feel represented by me. Um, and so I always want to be Like, I know a lot of content creators like, well, I don't want to be your role model. I don't want to be your representation. And I can understand that because it's a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. Um, But I kind of welcome that pressure. Like, I am happy to be um, black representation in the space. And I want to continue to do a good job of that. Or like, I hope I do. I'm doing a good job of that. So. And we are very lucky to have you. Thanks. All right. Weekly viewer questions. Mm. We take two questions every week from our subreddit, our offline TV. If you want to submit your own, go ahead. This week, number one, we have Rebel K. If you were to classify OTV as Marvel characters, who would they most likely be? You chose this question, didn't you? (laughs) That's my alt account, actually. (laughs) OTV as Marvel characters, who would they most likely be? Right, let's start with you. Who would I? Oh, um, well, can I just pick my favorite Marvel character and I'll be that one? Is it Psylocke? Yeah. Because she's a badass with psychic swords. Yeah. She was kind of useless in, in the, the movie. In the movie, yeah, yeah. She was useless in the movie. But uh, in a comic fan, not useless in the comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's pretty cool, in my opinion. So what do you like about her? Um, well, she, yeah can go to the astral plane, which I think is pretty cool. And she has these like, uh, she makes swords out of her, what's it called? Like cybernetic swords, psycho. Psychonetic? Psychonetic swords, cybernetic. That's like (laughs) robots and shit. Um, Yeah, psychonetic swords. uh, And she has telepathy, which is like one of my favorite powers. So she's, I just think she's cool. And I like her character design. I think she looks cool. Yeah, she's in X-Men? Yeah, well, kind of. She's in a couple different teams, but in the movies, she's an X-Men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I pick for me. Toast would be... I'm going to try and steer clear of X-Men because I would profile everyone as X-Men, but there's like the Avengers and other shit too in Marvel, but that's, X-Men's just the best team. I was originally going to say Professor X. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> do I give off the... <laughs> Well, you're kind of master vibes. Yeah. I mean, to me, you feel like a leader and he's a leader. And then on top of that, um, I don't know. I just like he's really intelligent. I and think he's you're intelligent. bald. And, and I was bald, bald at you one were point. Bald. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. That was quite the arc. <laughs> you were bald. Yeah. I always, um, I like the idea of being cool, like uh, Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man. Mm. But I think tech wise, Michael has that covered. So I can't be the cool tech guy. Got it. Right. Yeah. Okay. I could see that. So you would, if you were to pick your own, you'd pick Iron Man. I would want to be Iron Man, but I think if you're cool like Iron Man, you wouldn't want to be Iron Man, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Because you're already Iron Man. The fact that I want to be Iron Man is like, oh, you're not cool enough to be Iron Man anymore. I understand. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Who else do we got? Lily would be someone like useless what no (laughs) no i was gonna say lily would maybe be like jubilee 
No, she'd be Mantis from Guardians of the Galaxy. Mantis is not useless. She almost put Thanos to sleep. Yeah, and Lily puts people to sleep with her boringness. <laughs> no, with her beautiful lullaby music, okay? You watch her stream once and you fall asleep. This guy. <laughs> she's going she's gonna to get so angry at me. I'm here defending you, Lily. I think your music is great, and I don't think you're boring. <laughs> to be fair, Lily does like feelings, and Mantis is all about. Oh, that's true. Feelings. Yeah, that that's why Lily's like Mantis. <laughs> uh, what about Broden? Would Broden? Oh, would Broden be? First thing that came to mind was Silver Surfer. Uh, this is a whole intuition check for me. Like, I'm not really thinking too hard about this. It's just first person Professor X, Jubilee, Silver Surfer. Can you explain Silver Surfer for me? Well, that's the thing. Is like, there's no... I, to me, you're an enigma, okay, Broden? I just, like, I don't know where you live. I don't know what you drive. I don't know where, like, there... I mean, I do know a lot of these things, but sometimes you're just a mystery. And mm. Silver Surfer is, like, kind of mysterious. He just, like, comes out of space, and he's the herald for Galactus, which is kind of cool, and he just feels very, like, otherworldly. You feel very otherworldly to me. And you'd probably ride a surfboard and be fucking cool, you know? I like it. I'll yeah. take it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Broden's a mystery. He yeah. just shows <laughs> up, and he always has these weird stories yes. that I'm like, I believe that you yeah. met Brad Pitt. No, I believe yeah. that. <laughs> that is exactly Broden. Uh, other members. Next, do we pick one? We didn't pick one for Michael, right? Or were you saying he would be Iron Man? Hmm, he would be Iron Man man s because he's kind of like. Yeah eccentric and he builds technology i want someone who's a little bit more of a loose cannon for him but i can settle for iron man right now yeah yeah There's like a rocket a, raccoon oh yeah that's a good <laughs> yeah, one that's a good one <laughs> he's kind of like wild also builds weapons yeah, yeah that's a really good one uh pokey Ooh. yeah pokey definitely gives off a more like boss like yeah like a captain marvel like, uh, like Captain Marvel gets her hands dirty. Like, Pokimane's more of a mastermind oh, kind. Emma Frost. Oh, from X-Men? Yeah. What about that? That could be a good one. I only know her from the movie where she's like a sidekick to the guy who makes Magneto's helmet. Okay, yeah, so technically she is a villain. Well, she's like kind of a villain, kind of not a villain. She ends up in the Hellfire Club, but she like really likes Scott Summers and stuff. So she's, yeah, but she's really cool. She's like called the, what do they call her? The White Queen, I think. And um, she also has telepathic powers and she's just like this, uh, yeah, she's like a higher up in this evil superhero club. And I don't think Pokey's evil, of course, but like I think she's like a bad bitch boss. Yeah, doesn't I will, get her hands dirty. I always describe Pokey as um, Cersei Lannister from Game of Thrones. <laughs> okay. Where she's like, she's a boss bitch and you <laughs> respect it, <laughs> but damn, is she ruthless sometimes. And you're glad you're on her side of the yeah. war because you don't want to be going against her. Yeah. It's, That's fair enough. Yeah. Uh, next question. We have Baber Gaber. If you guys were to break up with someone near a special event, like a birthday, <laughs> Christmas, Valentine's, would you break up before, during, or after? Okay, you're, imagine this. You're in a relationship that's not working out, mm -hmm. and you kind of know what's not, it's not working out, and you guys have a lot of fights, and you, it's just a matter of time, and you're kind of like planning on breaking up, and it's Christmas time. Uh oh, it's like a whole week of festivities. 
When would you do it? I'm getting out of there, man, as soon as possible. Okay, a little history, a little city on history check. I did break up with my ex on Thanksgiving one year. Yeah. Like uh, the day off? The day of Thanksgiving. And was it during turkey time? No, it was like after we were like moving in between. Um, if I remember it correctly, it was like a couple years ago, but I'm pretty sure we were going from like one parent's house to another parent's house. Oh, like, wow. Oh, that is not working out. It's right in there. Huh? It was just right. Yeah, right in the thick of it. What did something at the first parent's house that made you? No, it was like it was a long time coming. And then eventually it was just like I just I just did it. Just broke up in the we car ride in the car ride. Well, we parked because um, the conversation got heated while we were driving. And then we parked and I was like, yeah, this is not working out. Who was driving? He was. OK. Yeah. So it got heated. You guys parked and broke up with him on Thanksgiving. So were you guys at? Your parents' house or his parents' house when it happened? Mm, so long ago, the <laughs> details are hazy, but I think we were at his parents' house going to my parents' house. I think. So what happened? Did you just get out and get an Uber? No, I think he dropped me off. Oh, that's really nice of him. Yeah. Was nice just left, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, <laughs> he's a nice guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a nice guy. Your, your pitch went up like three octaves there. <laughs> oh, he's a nice guy. He is a nice guy. You think he's watching this video? No. Don't you? He's not? No, he's definitely not. not. not we were together like so many years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you don't think he's keeping tabs? No, I highly doubt it. You don't think he like heard about you somewhere sometime in the last couple of years? Oh, well, definitely. I mean, like we still follow each other on social media. I mean, he's muted and everything, but like, we, you know, I'm probably muted on his too. I think it's like a courtesy, like, oh, I'm not going to unfollow you. This is weird. Mm. Yeah. Wow. On Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving. And I'd do it again. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, like, because there's always going to be something. It's mm -hmm. like somebody's birthday. It's your mom's the anniversary and you guys are celebrating. And you know what I mean? It's just like whatever. There's always something. And I think that if it's just not working out, you just have to make time because there's never going to be a right time to do it. Why didn't you break up with them beforehand? Because I wasn't ready. But during the car ride, yeah, after on the fight, Thanksgiving, it's like, oh, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm full of turkey. I'm geared up. Let's go. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right, Mr. Viewer. So that's Sydney's answer. <laughs> during the event, what about you, bro? Then I think I would do it after. After seems like the the less. Yeah, the less don't ruin Christmas <laughs> just because you can't suck it up for a couple of days. Hey. <laughs> hey. Just, just go eat some turkey, man. <laughs> Just ride it out and the day after be like, hey, not working out. And that way they're, they still had a good Christmas, you know. <laughs> Christmas is a little different. It's Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. No. I feel like it's hard to time these things. I think I'm similar where um, when I do my breakups or separations, it's when we have a fight. I've never done it like out of the blue where I'm not yeah. feeling it. I always wait for like. Okay, things aren't working out. I'm going to just see how things are. And then usually a fight happens and it's like, that's the moment. Okay, this is the exit off the highway kind yeah. of deal. So you can't really plan for it. If I'm in an unhappy relationship, I would wait until after the festivities. I would like to clarify, we did have a fight. That's yes. What, that's what I meant. It's like difference. we got heated and that's why we yeah. pulled over. It wasn't like Thanksgiving, fuck you. Okay, sorry. <laughs> just wanted to, don't yeah. cancel me, you know? Like if I had a fight on Christmas Day, it's just, it's, well, here's the exit. I was waiting, you know, a couple of days, but now I have to do it now because you don't want to do it and then 
go back to you pretending like everything's fine yeah. and then do it after because that's just going to draw things out. So um, be polite and wait until after Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> so you couldn't do like a premeditated breakup like you yeah kind of it's hard for me to do a premeditated breakup because i'm sure a lot of people have I think gone it's hard. Yeah, yeah to like just out of the blue say hey i want a divorce or things aren't working out usually it takes something like a fight so that's easier so you both know it's like oh you know we have these like problems with communicating it's easier to understand why we're breaking up yeah um yeah have you guys done non-pre oh have you guys done premeditated breakups <laughs> where everything's kind of just like chill mellow but you're not feeling it then you just say hey sorry um i was seeing a guy we weren't like officially together or anything like that but i was seeing a guy that i just like wasn't that into it mm -hmm. and that one was premeditated but it felt like there wasn't a lot of strings attached we how'd like, you do it um the last time that we hung out i just like near the end of it i was like hey like i'm just really not feeling this or like wanting this to progress any further um and where'd what, you do this i'm so curious where yeah what'd you doing we i think we had gone and like gotten uh ice cream or something like that we had like dinner ice cream whatever and then oh. afterwards we were just like walked back to my place and i was like yeah this just isn't gonna work out not that interested and it sucked it was horrible it's not fun like everything in me wanted to just ghost him but that's worse that's worse you know so it's just like he just what was his response he was really cool about it i think definitely taken aback mm -hmm. like he was just like oh i'm like kind of confused i thought that we were heading in a direction where this was like gonna get serious and then i had to be like oh no <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no 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 <laughs> no 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 <laughs> so yeah but i don't know it's hard but yeah i had to do it it was it was not easy that was, i mean it's kinder to do it than to just yeah. be like hey you know i'm not gonna message him at all i hope he gets the hint yeah yeah, yeah i think that's fucked up yeah. as much as i want to do that but yeah so what made you realize that it wasn't working out Oh, um, it just like, he wasn't someone that I was like super excited to see every time we would get together, we'd like make plans and I wasn't like, oh, I can't wait to see him or anything like that. It was just kind of like, oh yeah, I have these plans, probably rather be playing video games, you know, like that kind of stuff. I was like, that's probably not how I'm supposed to be feeling right now. Right. So I just assumed that I, it wasn't going to last very long. I also can be kind of like hot and cold and I was like very cold. Um, and I could just see that in all of my actions. So. Yeah. Uh, it takes a lot of courage to turn a man down after ice cream. <laughs> I guess so, huh? <laughs> Broden, what about you? Any premeditated breakups? I I have premeditated. I've also been on the receiving end of a premeditated. Where you're just mm. like, whoa, where did that come from? That one, mm, yes and no. So this, back in high school, she had uh, gone to Italy to like study abroad and then it was like night for her, day for me. I get a text that's like, uh, yeah, because I, I don't think we could even call because back then it's like our parents would get charged a ton. Yeah, yeah. So she's like, hey, I have something to tell you. I think we should probably break up because I think I want to like stay here. <laughs> oh, no, like, she mad at an Italian <laughs> guy, bro. <laughs> no, 
on, bro. She met someone. Don't you get it? No, I'm sure she's just like Italy's beautiful, and I want to stay. Yeah, she's like hundred percent pro Italy fan. Like, like, yeah, it made Italy perfect guy sense. For it. Okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> but you also did it to someone else. Yeah, and mine was, um, we we had like broken up out of like passion, like in the in a fight. Yeah. I think twice, and like I just knew it was not gonna like, work out. Yeah, nothing was happening. Nothing was working out. So eventually, it was like, I've uh, I think we were in like different parts of the country, but uh, yeah, we we were texting back and forth, and I was like, we, we just need a call right now, and mm. it was like kind of premeditated, but also like this is the perfect time now. Yeah. 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 And cut it off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Relationships are really hard, yeah. especially the breakup part. Yeah, you know? it's very awkward. Yeah, because you don't want to hurt the other people's feelings, but you know, have to put yours. Yeah. What about you? You didn't answer the question. I've never premeditated a breakup with anyone because I'll be honest, I'm too much of a chicken. Uh, I'd be the kind of person to go someone and just, yeah, I hope they get the hint, kind of because. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I have a lot of guilt disappointing people. Mm-hmm. One of my biggest fears is like letting someone down. Um, like I hate that idea and I just shut down mentally. So to have to tell someone that, hey, things aren't working out, is yeah. just like, I feel like the worst thing I can do to a human being. So I usually wait for like a big fight or an argument. And even then I'm not like, I'm going to break up with you kind of deal. It's just at the end I'm like, okay, so does this relationship still make sense kind of deal to kind of just like float that idea out there. But no, I never had premeditated breakups with anybody. When you're waiting for that fight, are you like checked out? Or are you still an active part of the relationship? Uh, it's still an active part. Mm. Um, but I think it's harder because a small part of you have this defeatist attitude towards it. Like, oh, what's the point? We're just going to have a fight and we're going to break up again mm. soon. But um, I think as long as you are in a relationship, there are a certain amount of effort you should be putting in. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise it's just doomed to fail and kind of like sabotaging it off the get-go. Uh, but yeah, no... Um, I I never did a premeditated breakup. Yeah. If I was to break up someone, it would be after Christmas. <laughs> but, you know, I have broken up before Christmas as well <laughs> because of a fight. Hmm. It's just kind of unfortunate timing because it's like yeah. it's the holiday seasons and both parties are just super depressed now. Yeah. Didn't have to buy a present, though. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I bought the present and gave it to <laughs> them already. Uh, but, yeah, it's... Uh, Sometimes you just, when the opportunity comes to break up, you just... Yeah, take it. You yeah. just take it. Yeah. So that's relationship advice with Toast and Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> and I think uh, that's going to do it for this okay. week's Offline TV podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. We'll be back next week with the final new member, Miss Quarter Jade. That should be exciting. And you can uh, find us, well, find Sydney on her social media, Sidion. Mm-hmm. 
No one ever calls you that. Nope. But if you want to find her, <laughs> you can find her at Sidion. And we'll see everyone in uh, a week. Bye, guys. Cool.